moss. More moss to the people, yeah. More moss. More moss to the people, yeah. More moss. More moss to the people. Hi, this is Asa Nilsson, and you're listening to More Moss to the People, where each week we're going to be talking about slowing down, even hurling ourselves off of the Ferris wheel of the production-first mentality and choosing to live a courageous life based on our own needs first and daring to be different in a world where sameness is encouraged more highly than living a life of authenticity. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome back to More Moss to the People. This is Asa Nilsson, and I am your host. Happy 2024. Can you believe it? Here we sit, January 8th. It's been a while since I've been here because I have uh, been under the weather. My husband has been under the weather, and that has all started in the new year, which is interesting because, you know, it's not very often that I am ill. And my husband gets ill quite often because he works at a school with young children and he gets colds frequently, but I have been bypassing that for years and that has made me very happy. But what I think is interesting is that my body was feeling super depleted from the death of my brother-in-law, Jay. And this was my body's way of getting my attention. And if I didn't have my body doing the tap, tap, tap on my shoulder, oh, so that's time for you to relax. Oh, so that's time for you to rest. Oh, so that's time now. It's time. You don't have to keep running. You don't have to keep moving to the next thing. You don't have to keep doing this. Um, if I didn't have a cold, I think that I would have continued to run. And running meaning not that I'm trying to hide from the death of my brother-in-law, but perhaps I was trying to push away the feelings that come with the heaviness of having to think about what life is going to look like now without him in it. And for my sake, I mean, Thomas and I live in Sweden, so we're so far away from the family that lives in the U.S., but, um, you know, this is a huge, huge impact on my family. And um, I don't want it to be uh, pushed aside or um, put under the rug and dealt with later because my friend, you know, it will always be dealt with. And I don't want to put it off. I want to feel now. So yeah, interesting timing that I would have uh, gotten sick uh, from Thomas. Now, tomorrow we fly. Tomorrow we are leaving to go to the United States for the funeral. 
And it's uh, we have been doing absolutely everything we possibly can to get better. We have, I don't know if you've ever done this or not, but if you get colds often, this might be something for you to try. But there's this thing that you can buy here in Sweden. It's like this little packet of like saline or salt that you put in a cup. And then you take warm water and you pour the warm water in the cup. And then you have like this big like suction cup thing that you fill up with water and then you shove it up your nose and then it comes out the other side. (laughs) It's like an irrigation and you do it on the other side too and you get you use the entire cup of water. And man, it feels weird. It feels like you took a dive into the pool and didn't plug your nose. But it's also like really refreshing because it you feel like it's doing something really good. <laughs> and then we also did this um where we boiled a big tub of hot water. So it became boiling water. And then we took a small thing of uh doTERRA peppermint oil, which is an essential oil that we put like three drops in each of our buckets. And then we took a towel and we put the towel over our heads and we just sat with our face in the steam and just steaming our heads and steaming our nasal passages and sinus passages. And man, that was like a spa. I'll tell you what, that was free. That was a free service. And if you ever want to treat yourself to something lovely, and it's really nice for the skin too. It feels so good. Um, yeah. And we've been, I don't like nose spray. I don't know. There are people that I know that are addicted to nose spray, which I didn't realize that was really a thing. And apparently it is. And um, and so the nose spray I didn't like because it tickled in my nose. It felt like I had to like sneeze the whole time. So um, I promised you enough on my health. We're, we're flying tomorrow and we feel ready to go. So thank you, everybody, for your concern, too. It's been really nice how many people have reached out to check to see how we're doing. Um, so I had promised you at the end of the year that I was going to talk about Patreon and that I was going to be starting a Patreon page and you were going to be having the potential of being my patron on my Patreon page. Well, don't you know, there's a a little bit of a snafu that I have come up with, um, come up against with them that I am researching right now. And the reason I am doing that is for tax reasons. And I have sent a question to their legal department, and I'm still waiting to hear back from my second request of wanting to hear from their tax services. So I don't know if you have anybody at Patreon, Patreon that you can get me in contact with or a contact name. I would love it because I need to get some help. Otherwise, if I can't get this answered, then I am not going to be going with Patreon. And I am looking for a solution as far as a Swedish business owner. Um, if there's potentially something in Sweden that I can do that is like a Patreon page. So if you have any recommendations or thoughts or ideas, I would love it. So Yes. On to the next thing. This year, 2024, if you add those numbers together, this is an eight year, an eight year, which I love the number eight, lucky number eight. I also like it because when you turn it on its side, it's the infinity symbol. And I love the infinity symbol. And, you know, we we are, this is going to be an interesting year. I already feel like I needed to shed something. I needed to shred something, which is, you know, starting with me being sick. I mean, I'm not kidding you when I tell you I hardly ever get sick. So for me to start my year with sickness, that's interesting. That was something I needed to do. I needed to go into a hermit mode. I needed to retreat. 
I needed to shed. I needed to shred. I needed to shed tears. I needed to kind of clean it out. And in numerology, the eight is for a life path is the number of the executive. Now, the executive is the person that's very concerned about financial stability, person who cares about having things in order. These could be people who are very good with handling money, people who are very poor with handling money, but have like a lot of money in this life and then have a little money and then they lose it all and they gain it all. Like there's there's always something to do with the safety around the security. So the executive, if you think of like, who is the executive? Like what does the executive look like for you in your mind? And um, I think that this year is a call for us to consider that we are the executives of our entire life. All of us are executives of our life. We are the CEO of our lives. So if we were to take total and like clean, fresh look on our lives, I'm not going to be like, what are your goals? What are you trying to accomplish here in January? I don't, it doesn't matter to me. What I care about is who are you as a person and are you happy? as a person, right? Because setting goals is only a task. It's just one more task that goes on the to-do list. But are you happy? Are you feeling satisfied and full and rich in your own heart with what you're putting out in the world? And I mean, I'm questioning myself. That's a, I'm, I'm just reflecting back on you, what I am reflecting for myself. So I don't know. I was having this conversation with my beautiful friend the other day and we were talking about like our lives and how we know we go into these seven year, like seven year, um, like our bodies change, our, all of our cells change every seven years. You know, like the whole thing that we've heard of, you know, our entire lives that basically your entire body changes every seven years. And I was thinking, oh my God, I'm in a seventh year. I'm in a seventh year. I'm 56 years old. So if I was seven, if I was 14, if I was 21, if I was 28, you know what I mean? Like every seven years, we change. And what is the red thread? Red thread is what Swedish people say, like for, like when you're writing a story, for example, what is the thread that runs constant throughout the entire story? And in Sweden, they call that the red thread. So what is the red thread of your life? And mine has always been around security. And do I feel safe? Because if I feel safe financially, then everything's great. doesn't matter. Everything else can be going to hell in a handbasket. But if I feel financially secure, then everything else can go to hell in a handbasket. Isn't that, isn't that interesting? So now, I love this. I love this conversation. So now that I have started to do this work, right, with putting myself out there for Swedish death cleaning and organizing and decluttering and helping other people, don't you know, I get this beautiful human being referred to me by a friend of a friend, right? One of my besties talked about me doing decluttering in his house and doing Swedish death cleaning, and he tells his friend about it, and then he tells this other friend about it. And this angel contacts me and needs help out of nowhere. I don't, I've never met this man in my life. And, you know, this is how kismet works. I'm going to share. So I... I am Swedish. I live in Sweden. However, I lived in America for many years. Okay. So 39 years of my life, I lived in America. And now I live back in Sweden again. 
And I live with the love of my life, who I met again when we were adults. I knew him as a young person. We were in play school together, and then we ended up finding each other again, and now we are happily married and living a beautiful life together. And I live in Vestidor, Sweden, and this gentleman lives in Stockholm, which is about an hour away by train. So I go to meet this gentleman, and he is from America. He has been living in Sweden for 40 years, back and forth, and he's from America. I'm like, oh, he said, where are you from in America? And I said, I'm from Ohio. I consider myself to be from Columbus, Ohio. And he's like, oh, you're kidding me. He goes, I'm from Columbus, Ohio. I'm like, what? You are? That's interesting. And he's like, yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, well, I went to the Ohio State University. I'm a Buckeye. And he's like, I taught at the Ohio State University. I was like, what? What? Okay, that's cool. That's amazing. And here he is living in Sweden, living in Stockholm, getting referred to me by one of my best friends. And he lives like 20 minutes away from my mother. He has a home 20 minutes away from where my mother lives. And he is this gem of a gem. And he, because he has some health problems, is moving back to America. He's leaving Sweden for good, moving back to America. And he needs my help to clear out the entire apartment. I'm like, what? Where did this come from? Right? I mean, talk about a new year. Talk about new opportunities. Talk about putting yourself in a place, in a space where you're recognizing what you love, what you love to do, and you start talking about it. And you start telling other people that you have a love of this. And then other people start thinking, wow, that's interesting. That's different. I know somebody that can use your help. And see, that's how it happens naturally when it's meant to happen. And I know about forcing something because I forced something for seven years. So trust me, I get forcing uh, things. And this has been such a beautiful, natural extension of myself with this beautiful person who needs my help. This American who needs my help in Sweden to get back to Ohio so that he can live his life out there. <laughs> I mean, it's like full circle. Like, I love, love things like that, don't you? I just, it fascinates me. It fascinates me that there's people all around us. And we, I didn't know this man existed. I didn't know. I didn't know him. And now I do. And now I'm going to help him. You, be, you better believe I'm going to be helping him. I'm going to help him and I'm going to make sure he is taken care of. Because you know what? I want to. I want to make sure I'm going to help him properly. And I'm going to help hold his hand while he gets this whole process taken care of. Because he has a death that he has now got to deal with. And that he needs to clean up, sort lovingly, respectfully, yeah, and then move on with his life also in a way that is respectful of his memory and, of course, honoring his deceased wife. So what an honor, man, what an honor. So this year, starting with an illness and giving me this time to be quiet, stop. You know, I felt guilty last week that I didn't get a podcast episode out because I was like, you know, people are counting on me. People need this. I'm like, nobody needs this. Nobody needs this, right? I mean, it's like, 
I'm stressing myself. I feel like hell. And I'm going to sit here and try to make up some stupid, like, talk about something that I couldn't care less about right now because I feel like shit and I just want to go to bed. No. You know what? No. You have to make an executive decision. And I also didn't have the information from Patreon then either uh, as far as what are the legal requirements for me as a Swedish citizen and an American citizen. So I'm getting my answers. I'm getting clarity. I am recognizing more and more how important every moment is, seeing it in others who are losing their loved ones, their spouses, people who have been married for 40 years, 38 years, all of a sudden don't have their spouse anymore. The person that they love, their person is gone. So what makes us think that our lives are like a dress rehearsal? Like, I oh, you know what, I've always got time. I've got time. I mean, I'm 56 years old. What could possibly happen to me? Anything. Anything. So now that I get these, this week of calmness, this week of feeling, this week of treating myself well, treating myself well and listening and saying, hmm, do I want some more water now or do I want a cup of tea? Maybe I want uh, my dog water tea, as my nephew calls it which I'm going to tell you this, this is a recipe from my friend Jade Ponovich. <laughs> and my nephew tasted it. He's like, oh my God, it tastes like dog water. Now, of course, I do not think it tastes like dog water. I think it is delicious. Um, so you take a, 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 cup, a cup of hot water and then you add honey, you add cinnamon, you add ginger, you add um, honey, and then you have a little bit of cayenne pepper on top. And then you just mix it up. And it's delicious. And I think it's something supposed to be good for you if you have metabolism problems or help you with metabolism or whatever. I just drink it because I like it. I think it's yummy. Oh, lemon juice. Yeah. So it's hot water first and then lemon juice and honey, cinnamon, ginger, and then cayenne pepper. And you just mix it up. And I, you have to keep mixing it up because it all sinks to the bottom. But man, it's like elixir of the gods, I tell you. Elixir. And... um. So treating myself to just eating and sleeping like 13 hours a day, that's really nice. I didn't take any aspirin. I didn't take anything like that. I didn't have headaches. Um, I just needed to be good to myself. Where do you need to be good to yourself right now? I have to ask you. The question begs, how can you be good to yourself right now? And maybe that looks like taking a break. Maybe that looks like just having a moment of quiet, sitting in your car, if you have a car, or going for a walk, if you're able to, and just connecting and reconnecting with yourself and source and the ground. Because I know I've needed to ground myself because I had been off and running in my own head and worrying and stressing about my brother-in-law for two years now. And it ended in his death. And... You know, I can't get those two years back. He'll never get those two years back. But for me caring about my brother-in-law and my sister and my nieces and the, the grandchildren, and I mean, this is life. This is the most beautiful part of life is loving people, huh? This is not a dress rehearsal. When are we going to get it that the time is now? If there is anything you are being called to do right now to be the executive, the CEO of your life, take it, start it, run with it, have fun with it. Consider it. Where are you not showing up for yourself? 
first. Because if we do not take care of ourselves, we cannot take care of others. This is the year, the year of the executives to eight year. Let's be executives of our own lives, of our own hearts, of our own souls. Get our ducks in a row. Start doing our death cleaning. Start doing our organizing. Start decluttering. Getting our wishes written down. Tell the people you love them. If you've got an apology to make, make it. If you've got somebody to say thank you to, say it. Thank you. If you've got an I love you to say, I love you, say it. We never know when our chance is going to go away because this is no dress rehearsal, my friend. No way. No dress rehearsal. No more. We're not playing. We're not playing anymore with that stuff. We can play and have fun. But we're not playing with our head in the sand thinking that I've got forever. You've got now. Let's do something with it. Yeah, my friends. I love you. Thank you for being here. Happy 2024. I look forward to having more discussions with you. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of More Moths to the People. I am Asa Nilsson. If you like this episode, I'd love to hear from you. Like, subscribe, follow the podcast, share it with a friend. I want to say thank you to Kamel Asli for his help with the production of this podcast. Without him, this would not even be in your ears today. I can assure you of that. And let me let me say a little something about my friend, Gregory Paul Donaldson, may he rest in peace, who would always leave me with this quote. He would say, in the meantime and between time, whatever you do, do it well, and then pass it on. Peace and most importantly, joy. I want to leave you with that as well. I'll see you on the flip side, my friend. Take care.